Blind morning people, today I have learned a lot of interesting facts and I will tell you all of them this shiny morning, so subscribe to our podcast and don't miss the new episodes. Today I learned researchers at Cornell analyzing YouTube videos of heavy metal concerts found that most pits model the behavior of gas particles in equilibrium. Human collective behavior can vary from calm to panic depending on social context. Using videos publicly available online, we study the highly energized collective motion of attendees at heavy metal concerts, said the institute. We find that extreme social gatherings generate similarly extreme behaviors, a disordered gas-like state called a mosh pit and an ordered vortex-like state called a circle pit. Both phenomena are reproduced in flocking simulations demonstrating that human collective behavior is consistent with the predictions of simplified models. Today I learned that a doctor on an Air Canada flight jerry-rigged a device to help a toddler breeze who was having an asthma attack. Dr. Khurshid Guru, director of robotic surgery at the Roswell Park Cancer Institute, created a nebulizer using a water bottle, a cup, oxygen and an adult inhaler. A New York doctor became a hero in the skies when he turned into a medical MacGyver by creating a device that helped an asthmatic toddler struggling to breathe during a transatlantic flight. Dr. Khurshid Guru, director of robotic surgery at the Russell Park Cancer Institute, told ABC News he was aboard a Translatic Air Canada flight from Spain to the United States on September 18 when he was notified of a toddler in trouble. Guru said he found the two-year-old boy crying and short of breath, and his parents said that he accidentally packed his asthma medication in checked luggage. The child had developed a cold, Kuru said. We were three or four hours in the flight. I think the cold and popping of the ears and crying, he got worse. To create the nebulizer, the surgeon cut up a water bottle and added oxygen to one end and the adult inhaler through a small hole in the bottle. That way the oxygen and medication could be delivered through the bottle's opening directly to the child. After the very unusual treatment, the child's oxygen level was around 94 or 95%, Guru said. When I was landing, I checked the child and he was playing with the mom, he said. Guru said he wanted to share this story as a reminder to parents of asthmatic children to always keep keep their vital medication nearby. Today I learned that later in life an Alzheimer striking Ronald Reagan would rake leaves from his pool for hours, not realizing they were being replenished by his secret service agents. Chase Morrissey never tried of his weekend routine with his friend Ronald Reagan, a Saturday lunch with fellow duffers at the Los Angeles Country Club, followed by nine holes of golf. Jokes were welcome, politics was not, but in early 90s, Morrissey and others in the loosely organized foursome began to notice a change in their most celebrated player. Reagan, a storehouse of wheat, would start to tell us a joke, he would get halfway through it and just couldn't finish it, Morrissey recalled. I used to say he was slipping a little. The great communicator spent the last decade of his life almost completely sheltered from the public, quietly waging a bottle of Alzheimer's disease. By the time he died Saturday at 93, Reagan had not been seen in public since the late 90s. He didn't recognize his own children in years. His biographer Edmund Morris reported Reagan was still strong enough to rake leave from the family pool, but even that basic household core had become tinged with sadness. He will rake leaves for hours 
course, not realizing that they are being surreptitiously replenished by his Secret Service man, Morris wrote. In a March 2001 interview with CNN's Larry King, Nancy Reagan said she no longer allowed visitors to see her husband and even she could no longer reach him. I think Ronnie would want people to remember him as he was, she said, explaining his seclusion. Today I learned that the next blue moon, a second full moon of a month, will occur on Halloween night of next year. March of 2018 may be remembered for its snorries territorially, three and counting, but this snowy soggy mouse is also going to provide us with our last blue moon of the year, and next year too. According to the most accepted definition of blue moon, two full moons that occur during the same month, our next one won't be making an appearance until October 31, 2012, yes, Halloween night. If you are planning a party for that evening, you might want to think about a blue seam, blue costume, blue tortilla chips, blue plastic eyeballs floating in the punch blow. Our first full moon occurred on March 2, that one was also called the full warm moon, because it occurs at the time the birds return in search of worms. You can thank the old farmer's almanac for this squingly wiggly term. It is also the last full moon of winter. Thanks for listening to the episode this shiny morning and subscribe to our podcast. Don't miss the new episodes.